when you sense your breath, you interrupt thought. So if you're in a negative space and you just focus on sensing your breathing in your heart center, as you sense your breath, sensing's different than thinking. So it, it slows down the momentum of negative thought. So if your mind's like 150 miles an hour and you just begin to sense your breathing here, it's like you're taking the foot off the gas pedal every time. Mental health champions, another week is here, which means we are back with a mental health break. And this week we are bringing back a familiar voice to the show. Michael has been kind enough to come on, I think, all three of the podcasts. But as I was going through the set list, you'll hear a bunch of repeat guests come out. Not a bunch, three or four. And Michael was at the top of that list because of his passion for what he does he finds ways to stay mentally healthy, and that leads him to finding so much success outside of the mental health field. So, Michael, thanks so much for coming back on. Uh, you're welcome. It's uh, always great to see you and uh, glad to be back. So thanks. You're welcome. We were chatting before the show. He's out of his freezing temperatures out in Louisiana, so I'm happy for that. In Florida, we're still a little chilly. I'm a wimp now, though. Growing up in New York, <laughs> now when the winter comes, I'm definitely a wimp but it is getting a little warmer. Mental health champions, if this is your first time joining us, this is the podcast that normalizes the conversation around mental health. I get to bring on a guest each week to talk about what works for them, what doesn't, and the latest in your in their world. Excuse me. Michael, it's been a while since we've had the chance to catch up, so tell me what's the latest in your world. What is the latest in my world? So a uh, new book came out this past okay. year. Uh, well, 2023, right? So um, it's uh, part of my Divine Dirt series. And it's uh, Divine Dirt, Digging Deeper, Align with the Divine, and Manifest Your Dreams. So each chapter uh, is it's a collection of photography from my garden, like my previous books. Um and then there's inspirational stories that are in there, as well as uh, each each chapter is its own standalone uh, piece. Love this. But there's a digging deeper contemplation. So if the reader wants to dig deeper and kind of apply it, there's kind of worksheets uh, at the end of each chapter. But it's really one of those books you just need a little inspiration. You don't have an hour Love to be inspired, it. but you have like two minutes. It's like so it's it's that kind of thing. <laughs> what do you find writing in general does for your mental health when you're doing the writing? What benefits do you find that has? Um, I've, I, you know, I've journaled since my twenties, I think. Okay. And it's just, it's been therapy for me. Um, these days I tend to, to write more of a, like if I'm in a funk, I'll just share a quick example. Like one morning I just kind of woke up kind of anxious uh, worried, you know, on a scale of one to 10, it was like a good nine or so. Right. And all I did was wake up. Like I hadn't done anything and nothing, nothing was really truly going on. <laughs> you know, it's just, I woke up and there it was. And so I got with my journal and I, and I deliberately decided in my journal to just reach for thoughts that felt better. Like the, the divine in me would think what about my moment, my situation, my life. Right. And, and I kind of timed it out of curiosity. And within 12 minutes, I really went from feeling pretty anxious and terrified to my life was good again, right? 
And, uh, and, and one of my first Divine Dirt books, I have a chapter called Fear to Joy in 12 Minutes, and it was about that morning and that exercise. And so journaling for me is a, a way to, to move me back to alignment and centering and where I want to be. I love that. I feel the same way. I kind of get lost in the words I feel when I'm writing. And now that I'm doing a lot more ghost writing, I'm getting my therapy and a lot more hours in the day. I just, I don't know. There's something about writing that just takes me to a much calmer place for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And usually when I write for my books, I, I do kind of get out of my head and in my heart and I get centered and breathe. And, and then I just write, like just kind of let the flow happen. Um, one of my best tips would, from my first writing coach was don't edit, just write. Because <laughs> we tend to edit as we write and it messes you up. So I with you 100 percent. Don't yeah. get so carried away. If there's aspiring writers out there on having the right sentence right now, just keep going. And eventually you can copy and paste, move things around or delete later. But I'm with you there. Thank you for sharing that, Michael. But yeah. he's very humble. He has other books. There's another book in the Divine Dirt series, I believe, right? Yeah, so I have three of my own, and then I'm featured in three others. Um, so my my first book is uh, it's called Manifest a Better Life with God. Um, and it, it was really supposed to be like reasons law of attraction doesn't work and what to do about it. Right. <laughs> And, and I went into prayer and meditation. I started writing and then this book happened. It's not what I planned, um, but it's a story. You enter into prayer with God and I, and we begin this conversation. And chapter one's called, well, why the heck isn't it working? And it's like, because there's, it's like, I've tried A to Z and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So, you know, and the, and the philosophy is if you have a problem with your car, go to, the, go to a, a good mechanic, right? And it's like, if you got questions about the universe, then turn to the divine. And, and so it's this whole dialogue and teachings that happen in that story. And you just kind of join us in our journey and our dialogue. Um, over time, I would write these inspirational pieces and, and I would share photography from my garden. And I was writing them really for me. It's like I was the one who needed the constant inspiration, but I would share it on social media and I would just attach photography from my garden and, yep. and I would just put it, out there. And people just kept telling me, hey, I needed to hear that. And thanks. And it encouraged me. And so I kept writing them. And after about a year or so, I was in kind of prayer and meditation. And this idea came to turn it into a coffee table book. And so so it's all my photography. Each chapter is its own inspiration. Uh, for flower lovers, I put gardening tips in the back of the book as an extra. Uh, as we say down here in the South, Lanyap, a, a little something extra. And um, and after a while, I, I uh, was visiting with the best-selling author with McGraw Hill. Her name's Anne Rice, and she yeah. loved she loved my Divine Dirt book. And she's also a talent manager. And she was like, "Hey, I'd love to do a book project with you." And so I wanted to do another Divine Dirt book. So she was my coach for that book. And uh, and then that's when this the second the second one was born. And the difference with this one was similar. Each chapter is its own, like I said, but there's exercises for the reader uh, after after well, each chapter. Congratulations on another yeah. book. I, I remember you bringing the first Divine Dirt onto Writing with Authors. Everyone out there, if you missed that episode, no worries. Scroll down, scroll down in the episode description. Michael, just, he gave a great show there. And just uh, to the mental health connection, like I, I, I 
sometimes speak at these social worker conferences because my background's in social work. Yep. And I had uh, a couple of therapists that had bought my books and they actually were using them in their therapy groups. Like they just would, That's awesome. would read, they would read a chapter to kind of get some discussion going around a topic and spirituality and personal growth and that kind of stuff. So, so that was kind of fun to hear that. I'm sure it's fulfilling for you to hear that because as for me, when I hear feedback with my books that someone gets the value out of it, it's like, all right, yeah. that's why I did it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, congratulations on putting the new one out there. We've learned a little bit about his books, how writing can help maybe your anxiety, de-stress you. I've shared my takes as well. Michael, what are some other things you do to take care of your mental health? You know, I was thinking about that. And it's every morning before I touch electronics <laughs> and and your phone and, and start, you know, the world, um, I... I have a practice of what I call centering prayer and meditation. And it's a it's it's a wordless prayer. So it's really about sensing my breath and just breathing and sensing my breath. When you sense your breath, you interrupt thought. So if you're in a negative space and you just focus on sensing your breathing and your heart center, as you sense your breath, sensing's different than thinking. So it slows down the momentum of negative thoughts. So if your mind's like 150 miles an hour and you just begin to sense your breathing here, it's like you're taking the foot off the gas pedal every time. So so for me, it's not about don't try to fight thought, stop thought, change thought. Just sense your breathing and the thought will slow down on its on its own. Um, so that's a practice I do in the morning. The other thing though, the research will show is as you breathe into your heart center, it improves the rhythm of your heart and the cells of your heart are in sync with the cells of the amygdala, which is that fight flight stress response. So for someone like me who can, who grew up kind of a chronic warrior, if you will, not warrior, but warrior. <laughs> and, um, that breathing process literally directly will, will, will slow down the amygdala and start shutting it down. So I know like I've, if you've been in a negative space and you try to use positive thought, you can still think positive and feel like crap. It's like, I, I know I can. <laughs> Me too. But if I, if I take charge of my breathing, that takes charge of my heart rhythm. And that directly goes to the primitive part of the brain and starts calming it down. And it does it and it starts shifting your biochemistry in like two to three minutes. So it's, it's way more effective. So every morning I have a practice of just getting myself centered and breathing before I do stuff. And what I'll add to that is in your day, you just have natural transitions. Like, you know, you're finished, like I'm going to finish this and I'm going to get ready to do something else. I'll just sit just like maybe a minute and just focus here and breathe here. And then I'll ask what's next. And to me, I'm like tapping into that divine kind of intelligence, that intuition. Okay. And it's a way I kind of throughout my day, just keep myself in a centered place. So you're not like at the end of the day on empty, right? Um, what I said to my some of my clients, it's like a, a run on sentence, you know, it's like just put some periods in, in there. And so I'll just use that process to breathe in my heart, get centered and ask what's next. And then I kind of move move on with my day. So I just type that up here in the notes where we go live, getting centered in the morning and then how you can carry it throughout the day. That's very good advice there. Something yeah. I, I can resonate a little bit with when not fighting those negative thoughts, acknowledge them. They're just, they're going to come anyway. They're here, find ways to remove them. And that's some great advice as 
I always try to encourage everyone listening on what works for some doesn't work for everyone. Today, Michael's given a ton yep. of great advice. So please try to implement one. Don't overload yourself with each. If you're not trying any of them, right. I'm sure it will lead to some great things. Michael, you've given such great value. What else are you working on now? You just came out with that book. What's next for you? Um, what is next for me? So I still I still have one-on-one clients I do energy, what I call energy-centered meditations with. Um, so all of my clients, whether they're trying to improve their business or it is related to like physical health or mental health, um, it's all about teaching them how to go from head to heart and recenter and kind of live from that divine space. It's like there's a lot of inspiration that happens there and things that mm-hmm. go on there. Um, and I have a couple of more books I want to kind of work on. And, and the uh, Divine Dirt series? Yeah, that's going to continue. And then my first book, I kind of ended it knowing there was more to say, but it felt like it was time to stop that. Um, so I know I want to do that one as well and kind of create a workbook for that one. Um, so so those are a couple of things. And and I'm always, uh, I take my garden photography and I create yes, inspirational. I know yeah, hold that up. He's being very humble. He and, creates a lot of great merchandise, a lot of great apparel, things that look my, good around the house and office. My, my new one is yoga mats. Okay. So, I, so it's it's my photography, but it's on yoga mats. And Where uh, did the inspiration for that come from? You know, the, the the company I use, so it was like one of those, you know, do a print-on-demand business. And it's like, well, what the hell is that and how do you do it? <laughs> so you just start digging around and, you know. And so now I have an online store and uh, and it uses my photography. But one of their products, the company I, I do is Printful. Uh, they came out with yoga mats. And That's so awesome. I started designing. But for photography, it's just a fantastic space to put your photo Um but they turned out great and they're great quality mats. So I've gotten good feedback from them, from people who, you know, yoga, yoga practice, practicers. And uh, so anyway, so that's been just kind of fun. And, and part of that, just for, for listeners, is all that came from that being centered and listening to an, an inspiration, mm. you know. And, and uh, it's like I never planned on being an author. That just started like, hey, you know, <laughs> it just started. So I, I'm very big on get quiet go within, hear the inspiration, and then go check it out. You know, go check it out. Well, Michael, thank you so much for all of the great mental health advice and for sharing your journey with our audience. Say we do want some of these yoga mats, like myself. Where can we find these online? Where can we find your book online? And of course, where can we say hello to you? Yeah, so all the books are on Amazon, but if you want signed copies, uh, so my my divinedirt.net is my online store and my books are there and my my gifts and inspirational stuff's there. Uh, my website's michael at manifestwithmichael.com. That's my email. Manifestwithmichael.com is my my website. Um, and you can do michael at divinedirt.net and reach me that way also. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you again for coming back for another yep. show. Be sure to scroll down in the show description and check out his other testimonials on my platforms. He always speaks with passion, just like he did for today's episode. And the show is at a Mental Health Break podcast on Instagram, a Mental Health Break everywhere else. And I am at Vincent A. Lancey. If you need to say hello to me there, you can find me on social media. And with that, we are signing off today from Louisiana down to Florida. Michael, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks again.